Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. Hey, and a great new week to you. This is Doc Holliday's Tea Party. I'm your host, Ed Holliday. You're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. It's so good to have you. Got a lot of new listeners here. Some of you I met at the Florida State Tea Party Convention just held last week, and I'm so glad you're listening to us. All new listeners, welcome. Tell people about Doc Holliday's Tea Party and get excited because our job is to get you fired up about the elections and coming up in 2012. And I want to thank you for listening. All our listeners, welcome. And we got a show today. We just got back from the Florida State Tea Party Convention. And we're excited about what's going on in this country, about people who are getting involved, they're networking, and we're building a base so we can make a loud, loud roar once again in elections in 2012. So Doc Holliday's Tea Party is called the heartbeat of Tea Party, and the reason is because you're going to hear things here on this show you won't hear anywhere else. Let me tell you what today's show has. Number one, as I told you last week, we got the second half of the interview with Anita Moncrief, and uh, she's from, she was a whistleblower at Acorn, helped bring that uh, organization down for its illegal tactics, and thank goodness that she did. And if you didn't listen to last week's show, go back and listen to the first half of the interview with Anita Moncrief. And today we'll have the second half of that interview as she exposes what Acorn did and what's going on behind the socialist and uh, even the communistic uh, uh, attitudes and directions that were in Acorn and still in this government as she tells us what's going on. Now, the other part of the show, we got uh, Sue Trombino. And uh, she is from Women Impacting the Nation. I got a short interview of her I did at the Florida State Tea Party Convention. So we're going to play the interview. Got a women's conference coming up that any woman in the nation ought to try to go to. But it's coming up soon. She's going to tell us about that in just a few moments. Then also we got the news. Wow, is it not packed in with all the news? The presidential race for the Republican nomination. We'll be talking about that, the, the debate. Uh, that uh, is it a debate or what happened with the Douglas Lincoln style debate between Herman Cain and Newt Gingrich and what's going on in the polls? We're going to touch a base on that. And the Tombstone of the Week Award is coming up. And for you new listeners, Doc Holliday gives the Tombstone of the Week Award every week. It doesn't go to a person, but it goes to the words, actions, or deeds of some person that should be buried six feet under the ground under a tombstone. So that's coming up, and it, it goes to the words from a cabinet secretary of this administration. So you don't want to miss that coming up in this week's Rock of Liberty speech. We're going to tell you about what's coming up in future shows and about the, the cause of freedom. We're going to have some important parts that we'll be explaining to you with some of the people coming up that we'll be interviewing in the next few weeks, but they know freedom from a personal experience, and they know the tyranny from a personal experience, and we'll be talking about some of that. So this show, once again, is packed in. We're glad to have you. Tell everybody about Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Link it to your friends' websites. Get it on your websites. Link it. 
We're growing because of you, and the Tea Party movement is getting its act together for a big, big splurge like this nation has never seen in 2012. You think Occupy Wall Street's getting all the media attention? Don't worry. Don't worry about what the media is doing for Occupy Wall Street. It's the people that count. And, yeah, they're people, too. But they're a small group making big noise because media is covering it. There's nothing like the Tea Party, the networking, what's going on now. You're a part of it. We are. Doc Holliday's Tea Party is. And we're going to get you excited and make sure you have the tools necessary to get your friends and neighbors involved so we can make... 2012, not only a hinge election, like a hinge on a door, it's going to swing. It's going to be a swing election that we turn this nation back on the road to freedom and democracy and the, and the grip of tyranny that's going on now. We're going to rip it off the freedom doors. And liberty is going to be proclaimed once again throughout the land by the election of 2012. I believe it because you're listening to me, because we believe in freedom, and we're going to do all we can to make sure that America and our children and grandchildren will have a solid rock of the Declaration of Independence and the United States Constitution to stand on. And saying that, let's get right into the news. The Herman Cain, Newt Gingrich debate. First off, let me say... It looks like the poll numbers are holding up for Herman Cain. I remember when I was down at the tea, Florida State Tea Party Convention in Daytona Beach, just got back from it, and there was not anything negative about Herman Cain. If anything, it, it was a powerful testimony and witness to say the liberals will not bring a candidate down that the Tea Party supports. Now, I'm not saying all Tea Partiers are supporting Herman Cain for president, but I'm saying we are not going to let the media direct this election. We're not going to let the media direct what the Tea Party has put together. Now, we've got to find a conservative candidate. And one, of these, one of these days and weeks, we're going to have to get behind one, and we're going to have to help push. The Herman Cain camp is solid, it's strong, and they're, uh, they're standing behind the candidate that they've chosen. Now, there's others that are got great ideas, and that's why I think it was important for the Lincoln-Douglas-style debate down in Houston, Texas, between Newt Gingrich and Herman Cain. They sat there, and they talked. They went into details, and it was a good debate because you didn't have to have 30-second sound bites, and they really, really looked good, I thought. And now, did they tear each other up? <laughs> no. <laughs> It looked like they built each other up. And in the back of everybody's minds, they're saying, oh, do we see the presidential nominee and the vice presidential nominee? Is it Newt Gingrich and Herman Cain, or is it Cain Gingrich? Well, are they supporting a ticket? Well, I know one thing. They seem like they complemented each other, and they want the conservative values to stand strong. And, and Mitt, uh, Mitt Romney... It's what Newt Gingrich has said. It'll come down between a non-mitt and a mitt. Now, who's that non-mitt going to be? Newt hopes it's him. Herman hopes it's him. Uh, Rick Santorum, Michelle Bachman, all these people hope it's them. Uh, but it will come down between Mitt Romney and one of the others. And, and Herman Cain is staying strong in there. 
And so that's the news today. I like to go into it. We got so much in this show. I've got to move on. There's one thing that we talked about. I uh, I, I just love the, the what the Virginia Tea Party is doing. They are demanding a refund of ten thousand dollars from the city of Richmond. Why? Because they were unfairly charged. They said they got Occupy Wall Street protesters down where the Tea Party had paid $10,000, had to have porta johns had to have all this stuff, had to do all the permits and pay this rent. And now Occupy Wall Street is getting it for free. So, yes, use your Tea Party group. Check and see if you paid permits and paid to have uh, 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 time to, to demonstrate and march and have speakers at the same place that Occupy Wall Street is going on in your city or in your state, Go check with the officials that you paid and demand a refund or to kick those Occupy Wall Streeters out. <laughs> this is a nation of law and order. If we don't have law and order, if you're going to charge one group and not charge the other group, that's called discrimination, discrimination, discrimination. Maybe it's a new kind of racism. I don't know. But I'm telling you, if, if your Tea Party group, wherever you are, if they paid fees and permits and had to get porta johns and all these things and the, that the Occupy Wall Street's just sitting there, a bunch of squatters. <laughs> They're squatters. And uh, somebody ought to squat on them if they... So check with your, check with your city there and then do what the Virginia Tea Party's doing. Demand some money back. Now, this week's Tombstone of the Week Award goes to someone in the administration. She is the Secretary of Labor Hilda Solis, and she gets this week's Tombstone of the Week Award from Doc Holliday for words that she said. I'm not going to repeat the words she said because it's a sexualized term she used to call the Tea Party. That's you and me. She called us a sexualized term. And it's T, and the next word starts with a B. It's very, very repugnant. This is a member of the administration, a cabinet member. I think she ought to resign. You talk about, is this sexual harassment? Do we need a class action lawsuit? I think we just need to ask for a resignation. The administration, and she hasn't even apologized that I know of, but she used a sexualized term to call a whole group. This, this lady is the head of the, she's the Secretary of Labor. Why does she get a wave of calling a group of people, a big group of people in America, even though she disagrees with us, why does she get away for calling us a sexualized term, a very repugnant position? And I think she ought to be held to account and write to her. Tell to President Obama, let him know this lady should, be, should resign for her sexual terms that she used without any regard for the citizens that she used that term against. So she gets this week's. Hilda Solis gets this week's Doc Holliday's Tombstone of the Week Award, and let's let her have some letters and some condemnation for what she did and what she's trying to do to the Tea Party. Uh, we got to move on. Hey, I got an interview coming up here I did at the Florida State Tea Party Convention. May have a little background noise, but I want you to hear from Sue Trombino and what she has to say. I have with me Sue Trombino, and uh, Sue is going to tell us about a conference that is coming up very soon in fact it's uh november 18th and 19th and it's a women's conference but it, it's for some of you out here in the audience so let, let me uh 
get Sue to tell us what's coming up on November 18th and 19th and where it's going to be. Uh, thank you, Doc. Uh, Holiday, and um, we are going to be at the Borland Center in Palm Beach Gardens, uh, Florida. I know uh, that might be uh, kind of far for some of you, but it's a uh, nice sunny Florida in uh, November, right before Thanksgiving. And um, we are, the conference is called For Such a Time as This. And what we're doing is we're bringing in comedian Victoria Jackson and uh, about five uh, uh, motivational speakers, and it'll include Think Outside the Box Lunch. And uh, what, what this is all about is to strengthen your family, improve your community, impact your nation. And uh, basically, um, Doc, what we do is we educate uh, women and men uh, to um, just thinking about what our country uh, is about. And we were founded on Judeo-Christian values, um, but we have become a nation of non-thinkers. And Karl Marx said a nation of non-thinkers is easily led. And so what we do is we stir the pot and get you to think. And so we just love everybody to come on November 18th and 19th. And uh, we've got Kathy Tricoli, for those of you out there. She's a Dove Award a winner. And uh, we've partnered with Liberty Council and Liberty Council Action. So we're real excited about uh, what, what God is doing uh, with our conference. So you uh, talk about this conference. Uh, how long have you been involved in, in, in teaching women and, and working with women to help educate them? Well, uh, our group, Women Impacting the Nation, actually uh, came to fruition in uh, the fall of 2008. But I, it had started when I homeschooled my son because I'm not from this country. I was born in Venezuela, Caracas, Venezuela. So uh, if you go onto our, onto our website, which is womenimpactingthenation.org, you'll see that I am blonde and blue-eyed. I do not look uh, Spanish. Um, but coming here, I've lived all over the world, and coming here to this country, I realize we are... We're not perfect sometimes, but we are the greatest country on the face of the earth. And God has given us an amazing country and, uh, and, um, and just the freedoms that we have. So it's been you know, a handful of years. I started with uh, homeschooling my son. And my girlfriend did say to me, Sue, God didn't homeschool you, didn't have you homeschool Mikey for him, it was for you. Because I started reading a lot of the books by Matt Staver with Liberty Council, Take Back America. David Barton, Wall Builders, Rick Green, uh, Bob McEwen, um, Politics Easiest Pie, and just kind of an array of books. And I realized that we really need to um, educate people on what uh, our freedoms are all about. And it's not just emotion. It, we really have to understand why we believe the way we believe, because if we don't do something right now, we are going to lose the freedoms uh, that we have. And so we're teaching that. You know, in the Tea Party movement, we, this, that's why we're on the air, Doc Holliday's Tea Party. We want everybody to be a piece of the puzzle and getting this nation back together in the values that, based on the Declaration of Independence and the United States Constitution. How did the Tea Party movement affect what you were doing? You said you started in the fall of 2008, but has this, uh, have you been able to work with the Tea Party movement? Well, uh, what, we have, what we really have become is uh, we work with everybody because we realize that uh, a lot of people, even in the, you know, with the Tea Party at, um, or just a lot of Republican, Democrat, a lot of people are, this has all become very emotional. And when you have emotion and emotion, it really breeds emotion. And so what we're trying to do is get you to think about why, um, why you, you know, what's important to you and why do you believe the way you believe. I don't think, uh, un unfortunately, as I go around uh, the states and um, I talk to a lot of people, 
and you start asking them questions and they really don't know why they really believe what they believe, which is kind of odd, but we don't, we, we talk to people about, you know, when they come to our, our chapters, our wind talks, uh, which are book clubs, and all they're doing is just reading different books, and we, you know, the revolution started in pubs, well, we do it in homes. And uh, we, the first thing we say is, you know what, well, we welcome everybody, we don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat, and the reason for that is because 95% of the people in this country really have no idea why they're Republican or Democrat anyway. They are because their family was, their neighbor was, their spouse is. So what we do is we stir the pot and get you to think and we ask questions. And what's important to you, you know, personally? And then when we find out what's important to them, then we can look at the candidates and have them see not what the candidates say, but what the candidates have voted on. And what they do, you know what you will all. Didn't your mother always say, you know what you will, uh, you are who you hang out with. Number one, but you will know them by their fruit. You will know, you know, um, when you see people. You know, a lot of people talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. And so that's what we try to do: is educate and get people to vote their values, not a party, because this is not. It's no longer Republican or Democrat anymore. It's really about an ideology. And because, and I feel like I have a platform because I was born in a um, socialistic country, uh, you know, Venezuela is now with Chavez there, but every country I've lived in, there's been a coup. And we are the only country that hasn't had a civil war since the last civil war, you know, 200 some odd years ago. So, so we're just trying to educate and it's amazing. We're like a stealth bomber. We are just growing like crazy because people want to learn because sometimes they're afraid to speak up because they really don't know how to answer the question. And un unfortunately, the other side comes with a lot of emotion and it sounds like they know what they're talking about, but when you ask them to turn things around and you know, ask them like separation of church and state, and you say, well, can you show me where it is in the Constitution? They don't know how to answer you because it's nowhere in the Constitution. <laughs> And so uh, what we do, but we do, we try to do it in what I say is it's RTB time. It's time to raise the bar because, you know, there's just too much emotion right now. And then you can't think when there's is so much emotion. So we're trying to get people to, to really, you know, ask them questions and just have conversations. And when you have conversations, it's amazing how you can find out what really is important to most people. Well, Sue, thank you so much for uh, talking with us on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Once again, tell us about when the dates are, yeah, the women's conference, and uh, tell us about a website our listeners can go to. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. It's called For Such a Time as This. It's November um, 18th and 19th. November, um, November 18th is a Friday. It's from 7 to 9. It's a concert by Kathy Tricoli. And uh, Saturday the 19th. And it's, you can go to womenimpactingthenation.org. And uh, we thank you so much for this opportunity to uh, talk to your listeners, and uh, we just wish you all the best. God bless. And that was Sue Trombino, and I want to thank her for coming on Doc Holiday's Tea Party and telling you about women impacting the nation. Uh, you can go to the website, womenimpactingnation.org, and I'm glad to know that we got women going around and meeting in groups and encouraging each other and studying the freedom foundation that America has. So. Uh, check out Women Impacting the Nation. Hope you can make that conference. If you're anywhere around where you can get to down to Florida on November 18th and 19th. Now, let me go home to today's show and let you know that you are listening to Doc Holiday's Tea Party. I'm your host, Ed Holiday. You're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And we're glad to have you, all new listeners. Once again, we welcome you. Thank you for listening to this show. Every week we have a show, about 30 minutes, and we 
go into the details of what's going on in the Tea Party that you won't hear anywhere else. Now, let me remind you that you're listening to us on webtalkradio.net, and we do need sponsors. We're glad that for our sponsors. One of them is wheresamericasjobs.com, and we're going to have on next week the founder of the website, wheresamericasjobs.com. So Robert Estes will be coming on next week as our guest, and we'll be interviewing Robert, and we'll ask him, where are America's jobs? Now, another thing that I've been telling you about, and it's time you can go to the website, www.teaparty.ms. That's Doc Holliday's website, and there you can order the new book. It's uh, not in yet. It'll be coming in very soon. But Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, Tea Party versus the Status Quo. It's the book to get everybody fired up for the 2012 elections about the Tea Party and how it's fighting against the establishment, even in the Republican Party, Democrat Party. We are fighting the, the strain of progressive liberalization, liberalization that's causing this country to grasp and hold on to socialism. We've got to tear these hands off that are gripping our country by the throat, the tyranny the hands of tyranny are getting a grasp on this country, and it's up to you and me and my book, Doc Holliday's, Tea, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, is what's going to help you get fired up for these elections coming up very soon in 2012. So go to teaparty.ms, that's teaparty.ms, and you can order a new book now, and it's free shipping if you go ahead and order it now. So go ahead and go to the website, click on there, and you can uh, see where to order the books. And Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics is ready to go. So go on and order now. And we got to get to this week's second half of the interview with Anita Moncrief. We're going to go right into the interview where we left off last week. And let's listen to Anita for you new listeners. She was a whistleblower at ACORN, the organization that was pushing socialism, liberalism, bringing in people, signing up people as voters that didn't even exist. And so she exposed the illegal tactics. We talked to her last week. So go back to last week's show and listen if you didn't get to hear Anita's uh, first uh, interview. And now we're going to finish up that interview. So here is Anita Moncrief. We're going to get uh, Anita Moncrief here on the line. In the second half of the interview, we're going to go right into discussion about what's going on in the uh, communities of color where Anita is working. And, and like we said, go back and listen to last week's show and this get you ready to go right in and get Anita on right now. And, but what you just said was uh, really, I think a lot of people in Doc Holliday's uh, Tea Party audience are just, they're probably dropped down on the floor now. They can't, <laughs> that, that, you know, you actually... As a liberal, you, you, could, you knew it was bad news when uh, President Obama started picking these ultra-liberals and people on the far left as in, in uh, dominant cabinet positions. And, uh, and that's where, you know, the fact that you saw that light and could understand it because you were on the inside, uh, that gives me hope to think that there's others that can actually, when you see what's going on, maybe they will see the light. Yeah, I'm hoping that more people will see the light and realize what's going on because it's pretty obvious. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. And that's what scares me. There was a point when they were really trying to, you know, pretend like things were on the up and up, but now there's this blatant push towards socialism. And to me, the Democrats are giving us this, well, just try and stop me type of stance, you know? 
Now, uh, Anita, I know you've uh, worked some of the, you know, in the Tea Party movement of your uh, Boots of Liberty, and uh, you've worked some of uh, Congressman Allen West, have you not? Uh, yes, I'm actually uh, working with him right now to try to figure out how we can stop the barrier that that the GOP has presented to the to the grassroots. Our biggest problem in getting some of the things done that need to be done right now is the GOP. They're stuck doing the same things over and over again, expecting a different result. It's the definition of insanity. And I asked Wes um, at a meeting about two weeks ago how we could stop this, and he told me that was not even something he could address during the meeting and that I should come to his office so we could sit down and work on it because I'm serious about this, and we're actually planning a summit for 2012 where we're going to bring people from across the country because part of what we're doing is what we did there in Mississippi. We're going to confront the challenges of racism head on right now because all they have to use against us is the race card. If we bring our logic and our issues to the people and let the people decide, they're going to decide with us. So what they're trying to do to prevent that, of course, is to keep us uh, infighting and, you know, worrying about who said what and what you're seeing with the Occupy Wall Street. It's all to distract us away from the issues. With the Occupy Wall Street, knowing that, you know, some of the insiders, do you see insiders of the, uh, that work with the administration? Do you see any connections with the Occupy Wall Street crowd? Oh, definitely. They've been planning this for months. They were they worked really good on getting all of this stuff together, and they're making it seem like that it's a organic protest that just sprung up. It's not. It's not at all. It's been totally planned out by these people, and they're doing this as a way to gain power. They don't want to get power to um, to the people. They want to use these people in order to distract us away from the issue. So when you get down to it, I think that this is a dangerous movement because they have a bunch of idealistic kids, and I do mean kids, who are out there doing um, the agenda of the Obamas and, and Soros, and what they're really trying to do is push us to destabilize our government. But now, That's why this, they're in all these cities. T- tell me, that my thoughts on that, if, if people really want to change the government, you start at the leadership. And I have not seen these Occupy Wall Street people saying, let's get rid of uh, the president. And any exactly. type of movement should say, let's get rid of the leader. Have you heard that from any of the Occupy Wall Streeters? No, because they don't get it. If they want to protest, they should be down in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue because that's the source of the problem. You know, the fish rots from the head. Well, that's why I, I'm going to keep following the Occupy Wall Street, and I would be happy if, if they really want to protest, if they really want to <laughs> protest, let's see them call for the ouster of the President of the United States, and then and then I'll start believing them a little bit more, I believe. Uh, Anita, one, a couple of things we want to do is I also wanted to give you a chance that you've told us a little bit about your background and uh, your Boots of Liberty, where are you today and where can people uh, find out more about your story and what you're doing today, Anita? Well, I have two sites that I run. My first one is EmergingCorruption.com. Emerging Corruption focuses on, uh, puts a spotlight on government corruption at the state and local, at the state and national level. And then I also have the Boots of Liberty Task Force, which is BootsofLiberty.com. Uh, we're also Boots of Liberty on Facebook. And we're training conservatives how to get out there and really fight back against the left without resorting to their tactics. You know, Anita, I'm glad you got your websites up, and I, I just am so happy the fact that you uh, see illegal activities, and, and you and you got out of Acorn and help 
and were brave enough, I mean, courageous enough to blow the whistle. I know you have not had an easy life, especially in uh, probably your community, have you? Oh, no. They've labeled me everything as a threat to the black community, to an Uncle Tom and an Aunt Your Mama and all kinds of just hateful things. But um, to me, I just know that it's because I'm being effective. Anytime that I really get effective and get out there, they start to attack me because they know that if you get people away from the folks that are trying to agitate us and divide us, that they usually will agree 100% with what you're saying. And that's dangerous to some folks. Well, last week we uh, here at uh, Doc Holliday's Tea Party, we do a Tombstone of the Week award every week. And we, to somebody that says something that should be buried six feet under the ground under a tombstone. So last week I gave the award to the words of Tom Joyner. Now, you know who Tom Joyner is, the radio host, yes. I believe. And I know a lot of Tea Party people have never heard of Tom Joyner. Of course, I've listened to him some. and, and But he came out with the words that said, uh, let's not even deal with the facts right now. Let's deal with just our blackness and pride and loyalty. And he said, uh, we have the chance to reelect the first African-American president, and that's what we ought to be doing. And I'm not afraid or ashamed to say that as black people, we should do it because he's a black man. That, that really disturbs me. And, and, and you know, in the African-American community, are, are we... I see a lot of movement happening as far as there's some tension and there's, but uh, there's still people that are going to call Anita Moncrief, uh, Aunt Jemima and Uncle Tom. And, but do you see that in the, within the next year, do you see more people seeing the truth and the light of what's going on? I think that more people are starting to see it. I've noticed a difference here in Maryland just around my neighborhood because I talk to people and when I talk I don't talk politics because they've done they've done the Tea Party wrong and they've demonized us. But when I talk about the issues that we all relate to, if I find that they're not in their heads and they're agreeing with me, they're ostracized by people. And I think that's part of the problem. But if we make if we create a safe environment where people are able to talk about their doubts with Obama, I think we'll see that more folks will take the opportunity. That's why I say the Tea Party has a unique opportunity right now to get into these communities where the left has traditionally had such a strong uh, pushing with the Latino communities and the gay communities that the black community is feeling that he's left them behind because they take their vote for granted. It's just like what would happen in California with Proposition 8. No one thought to go out there and talk to the black community about gay marriage. They just knew that it was going to um, be okay. But the black community is opposed. And they voted against gay marriage because that's not within our value system. Nobody talked to us, and we surprised them. And I think that if this keeps going the way it is, we're going to surprise a lot of people in 2012, too, because we're tired. Our unemployment rate is double the national average, and it's triple that for people under the age of 30. We've got problems with the cities where these liberals have put in all these social programs. But if you go into these neighborhoods, they look like someone dropped a bomb and just walked away. And that question that Reagan used, are you better off than you were four years ago? That's going to be hard to answer in a positive way in 2012 by any community, it looks like. Exactly. And, and so I think that we have a great opportunity. We just have to get, you know, people together and get them to realize that it's okay to talk about our doubts about these things. It's okay to voice the fact that just because he is a black president, that he is not doing a good job. Saying that, that's that's one thing I want you to keep us posted on uh, what Congressman Allen West is doing and wh- what you're doing, and 
and the way that the GOP message, and I, I don't want to carry the water for GOP. I just want to carry the water for conservative politics that, that really get to the core value of where this country is going. So anything we can do to help out there, uh, helping get the word out to the, uh, the communities of color, that uh, anything that you and Congressman West are doing, we want to be able to help out. And we'd appreciate, we do appreciate you being on the show, Anita. And as we get, come to the end of the, the interview here, I just want to give you an opportunity to speak to the Tea Party people across America. Uh, what can we do to help you? What message would you want to send them? I'll, I'll give you the last word here, Anita. Well, thank you. I just want the Tea Party members to know that it's okay for us to fight back. We can fight back without resorting to the tactics of the people that are trying to marginalize us. Keep in mind that there are people out there like myself that um, I don't make a lot of money, but I will come to those communities and train anybody who wants to be trained for free. We will give you tools, resources, and a computer program for free that you can use to get out there and take back your community. We just need a few people that are willing to do it in these each precinct and we can make a strong difference in 2012 because they don't expect us to come out in full force and we have to but we have to do it in all the neighborhoods not just the ones that we live in well anita i, I love hearing you say that and i know in 2012 I've, I've said over and over on the show not everybody can do everything but if everybody will do what they can do in their communities be a piece of the puzzle we can make a mighty, mighty huge statement in this country and get this nation turned around in 2012. And I appreciate people like you, Anita, and thank you so much for being on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And thank you for having me. I hope you'll have me back someday. We sure will, Anita. And that was Anita Moncrief. Glad to have her on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Let me tell you a couple of quick nuggets about what I got from Anita. Number one, it is wonderful to know, yes, that liberals can change. Anita was a full-blown liberal, and yet now she runs a Tea Party organization called a Boat, Boots of Liberty. And I'm telling you, it's exciting to know that people can change their political ideology. And the second thing she told me, it scares the living daylights out of me. Another nugget when we realize we've got a president who is appointed socialist and progressives, they're so far leaning toward communism and the, and the philosophy of Karl Marx. It is downright scary if we don't get involved and excited about the 2012 elections. So thank you, Anita, for letting us know what's going on, giving us the truth, and getting us fired up. And now let's get right into this week's Rock of Liberty speech, because I just got back from the Florida State Tea Party Convention and there I was excited to know that there's people so concerned about this country. We got to hear from people who have experienced tyranny at the hands of uh, authoritative governments. We, you heard Sue Trombino earlier talking about how she was born in Venezuela. And now it's under the, the grip of Chavez. Uh, well, I talked to a person named Julio. And he'll be on Doc Holliday's Tea Party coming up in the next few weeks. He actually was in the mountains, and he, f he was indoctrinated as a young boy. And he went into the mountains to fight with Castro. And then once Castro came into power, he saw the killing, the killing, the killing, time after time. And he ended up going back into the mountains with the rebels who wanted to defeat Castro because of the killing and the communism that came in under the power of Castro's revolution. 
And out of 2,700 who wanted to volunteer to defeat Castro, only 41 walked out alive. He's one of those 41. What a story he has to tell. He'll be coming up on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. I also met a doctor just from the military, and he was telling me as he treated, uh, had, before he would intubate uh, patients, soldiers who were shot and they were dying, and they got him into the hospital, and it didn't look good, but he, he'd, he'd get their last words. And so many times he heard those words, and they said, tell, them, tell my family that I gave it all for God and country. These are last words of people who know they're about to die and may not make it to an operation. Well, we're going to try to get him on and tell about the freedom that our soldiers are dying for and what it means. How, do, how would you feel? What would you do when you knew these were the last words that you could tell your family you're about to go into eternity? Well, we're going to try to get him on the show here in the next few weeks also. Uh, it's, it was exciting to see the Latino Tea Party down in Florida and the Latino uh, uh, population, very important, coming up in the 2012 election. We have people who have experienced tyranny. Hey, the grandson of the, the great uh, French artist, uh, uh, Matisse, we talked with him, Pierre. We're going to try to get him on. He is a great artist in his own right. He's got some Tea Party art. And we talked about last week how, I mean, last year, how the Tea Party's influencing the culture. We got the great artist, Pierre Matisse, that we will try to get on the program here. So some exciting things are coming up on Doc Holliday's Tea Party in the next few weeks. We're excited that you are listening. All our new listeners, thank you so much. We have got to go, but we got a show next week. Like I said, Robert Estes from Where'sAmericasJobs.com coming on. God bless you, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You can order Ed's book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.